You're listening to The Evening Sacrifice. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Good evening, everyone. Hallelujah. Marakabasata. Father, we thank you for this evening. Thank you, Father, that this is the time to offer you our hearts one more time. For we are your living sacrifices, O God. And every time we offer our ears and our hearts to you, we're offering ourselves because we're learning to die to the flesh through your word we are receiving you we have become your drink offering we have become your incense from the earth oh god father we thank you in the name of jesus and as we offer ourselves this evening again lord we ask for cleansing with your precious blood perhaps we sinned against you in the course of our day or even the weeks gone by but now we're here to learn your word and in learning your word that we might become like you. Thank you for washing us in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, we're starting a new series um, from the book of Corinthians. Why did I choose the book of Corinthians? Because in the book of Corinthians, you would see almost the present day church represented in the lifestyle of the Corinthian church. The Corinthian church was a church planted by Apostle Paul. We can see that in the book of Acts of Apostles, chapter 18. Hallelujah. Now, planted in the city of Corinth, that's why it's called the Corinthian church, because it was in the city of Corinth. Now, to understand the, the battle, the fierce battle that the Corinthian church was facing, you would probably have to take a look at the city. The, the, Corinth, the city of Corinth was a cosmopolitan worldly city a city of great commerce um they had seaports trading international trading ships going and coming different cultures you know and a highly a city of high level of idolatry and very degraded culture you know some of the culture they even brought into the church now which is what happens really in every city where a church of the living God is planted, if the angel of that church or the leaders, the eldership of that church is not careful, the principalities, the influence, the, 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 the ideologies of Satan cast over that city through the prince of the power of the air um, and the principalities that have been given instruction to administer those ideologies to those cities will find its way into the church because as people come from the world into the church if they are not quickly arrested at the door taught the principles of uh, sanctification and purification filled with the holy ghost and empowered with the fire of god and uh, the teachings of righteousness and true holiness they bring in those practices okay and just one person it's able to to um in fact, permit me to use that word, the whole church. The Bible says, a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. Okay? So now these are things that uh, a lot of churches face. And an ignorant pastor would not know when the leaven of the world will come into the church to eat up the church. And you see 
the character in the church almost the same as the character of the people who are not saved, who are members or who are dwellers of that particular city. So we're looking at 1 Corinthians to see how the instructions of Paul, what came out of that city and um, how Paul addressed them. Trusting the Lord that we'll go from 1 Corinthians, journey through the various chapters into 2 Corinthians to see whether there was repentance and all the other details. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So join me as we look into um, the book of 1 Corinthians. God bless you. So 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Hallelujah. It opens with a greeting. Paul called to be an apostle of Jesus Christ through the will of God and sustenance our brother. Unto the church of God which is at Corinth, to them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called saints. To be is in italics. So they are called saints. With all that in every place call upon the name of Jesus Christ our Lord, both theirs and ours. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, Paul's opening statement is, is interesting. Let's, let's back up a bit, okay? First of all, Paul, an apostle of Jesus, I called through the will of God. So his apostleship is strictly according to the will of God. And I want to ask you, my brother, my sister, listening to this podcast are you in any way serving the lord in any capacity have you made sure that this is the will of god for you to serve in the area that you are serving very important very important hallelujah now it's i'm not condemning your service god forbid it is good to serve the lord to serve the lord with sincerity of heart and also you could be in a place where you have sought to know exactly what the will of God is and you have not heard an instruction but you have joined yourself to a faithful company and you have availed yourself to serve in any capacity that is available because you love the Lord now this is a good thing and I want to commend you in this decision please do not be weary do not be confused as you continue faithfully the Lord will visit you and reveal to you if what you are doing is different from what he has called you to do. Just continue in faithfulness, with purity of heart, with joy, with all humility, without grumbling, without complaining. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Lord our God will surely make his ways fully known to you. And then, of course, I want to enjoin you to pray the prayer in the book of Colossians chapter 1, that I might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom, and spiritual understanding that I might be filled first Colossians Colossians chapter 1 from verse 9 that I might be filled and I'm paraphrasing that I might be filled with a knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding so you pray and tell the Lord daily every day and even when you have known the will of God it is also good for you to pray this prayer the reason is because because we might know that the Lord has called me to pastor or the Lord has called me to be a missionary or the Lord has called me to teach. But there are other details, a day-to-day administration of those gifts that is important that we do it 
according to the will of God. The reason for this is because Satan would also want to corrupt the work of God in your hands. And one of the quickest way of doing that is to make you do things not in the way that God has asked you to do it. Remember Moses in the building of the tabernacle in the wilderness. His instruction was see that you build it exactly according to the pattern that I showed to you. So there was a pattern that God showed him. Now, if Moses saw that he was meant to build a tabernacle when he went up to be with the Lord in the mountain, and when he returned, he built a triangular tabernacle, or he built a tabernacle without the three phases of that internal space, or he built it, and instead of putting the curtains where he was meant to put them, he put them somewhere else, or demarcated it with wood, without the material, the specific materials that God mentioned, what do you think would happen? Even though he built a tabernacle, but God will reject it. So it's important for us, Kai Masukutala Papayanda, to build every aspect of our lives according to pattern. All right. So verse 2 of First Corinthians, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth, to them that are sanctified in Christ. Now, a good thing to note here is that every believer has been sanctified. Now, this sanctification is what was done for us to become children of God. In our spirit man, what happened? God took away the nature of sin that gave us sanctification in Christ Jesus. And for the reason of that sanctification, we are called what? Saints. To them that are sanctified, not will be sanctified. Now, don't forget that this church was a horrible church. <laughs> Permit me to use the word horrible. They did all kinds of horrible things, okay? But Paul is calling them sanctified of God, called saints with all, alongside all that name the name of the Lord in every place. All of you are gods. You all belong to God. Hallelujah. And Paul is saluting and said, grace be to you. Power be to you. Hallelujah. Peace be to you. Now, when we misunderstand grace and peace, we will not understand this verse very well. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Grace is the, is the communication, is the teacher of God that teaches us godliness, teaches us to hate this world. Hallelujah. Teaching us to look for the salvation of our Lord Jesus Christ. Look for the second coming of our Lord so that we can prepare ourselves for him. And what is peace? Peace is the power of God to bring every riotous situation under submission. Hallelujah. So grace and peace be multiplied to you, my dear brother, my sister, listening today. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. The message you just heard was from the evening sacrifice by Chinira Isibor from Kebadula Ministries. For other ministrations like Open Book, Preparing His Bride, and more, visit kebadula.org. God bless you.